Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to the Ironbrew Podcast. Brad Mel, Matt Blanchard on this one. So there's been two games since we got relegated. Obviously the one-all draw at Stevenage, losing 2-1 to Bradford at the weekend. Um, we wanted to come on and just do a little something, basically mainly about the youth players. I think let, let's kick off with that because, um, you know, we, we've seen a lot of them in the last couple of weeks, but, you know, especially these last two or three games. You know, we said it on the last one, didn't we, that, you know, a bit of a concern was that we're just throwing all of them in at once. But I think there's there's quite a few talking points there. And, and obviously the club have announced recently that um, two in particular, so Ethan Young and Jack Morbillum have both signed professional contracts for next season. Um, obviously Morbillum started Stevenage and I, I thought he was, I thought he was really good. You know, I'm really, really impressed with him actually. So yeah, those two signing deals for, for next season. Um, what are we making of it? Yeah, I think with with more Bill, and I think he's been quite um, quite good um, since he's come into the side. Obviously, he came on at Orient. Um, I'll, I'll hold my hands up. I didn't see him; because I'd already left. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, it was that bad. But apparently, you know, when when he came on, he put himself about and, and looked quite good in that game. Um, and then, obviously, the Stevenage game. I thought thought he played really well, acquitted himself really well, and um, yeah, he, he looks quite a, quite a decent little player in there. Um, you know, he's, I think he's quite comfortable comfortable on the ball um plays plays some nice passes uh, and he's not afraid to kind of um you know get his head down and, and run at team so uh, yeah i think overall um you know please please he's staying i think he's as i say he's acquitted himself really well in the games that he's played um and i think he's he's obviously deserving of the deal um with young i mean it's very i don't want to criticize um the lad obviously he had a, a very tough time at Leighton orient but again He's not a left back, is he? I think I think no. he is a centre back. He's been playing in the centre back for the youth side, um, so you know it's it's very difficult. I mean, we we see you know experienced players and established players when they played out of position. Um, you know, it's it's not always easy. Um, and you're asking, I don't know, I don't know how old he is, but you know, I think 18. they're eighteen. I think they're both eighteen. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, eighteen year old to play out of position um, against some decent opposition. Really, I mean, Orient. Okay, they've not had the season they were hoping for, but they've still got some decent players, and, and Bradford obviously got some decent players as well. Um, so you know, I think it's it's very difficult. I, I wouldn't want to kind of criticise him on his performances because it's it's difficult. He's been thrown in there, and he's he's tried his best, and um, you know, it, it'd be interesting to see him at centre back. You know, because mm. obviously he's more comfortable there, um, and you know. He's, it would be very unfair to write him off and he's obviously deserving of the deal the club have decided he's deserving of the deal um, and we'll just see how that one goes but um, but yeah overall I mean it's it's been nice to see some of these young lads coming through but I do think that I mean it could go either way with some of them because obviously we're getting beaten most weeks aren't we and um, you know it's, it's whether he's thrown in too many at once um, if you look at the Bradford game I know Obviously, in the end, we kind of got a foothold in the game, and actually, you know, we we, we maybe had a couple of half chances in the second half to, to actually draw that. But if, in truth, you know, we, we could have been five five or six down at half time if it was if Bradford took the chances. You know, they, they missed some really good chances, and 
just couldn't get the ball in the net. And you can see why they were struggling, actually, and, and they've been without a win for so long. Um, but yeah, in truth, I mean, that could have got really ugly really quickly. And, you know, if, if it had been 5-0 at half-time, um, you know, then we were probably talking about it slightly differently um, in the sense that we, we'd probably be saying to, you know, why is Hill playing all these youth players? You know, it could actually damage them before their careers have begun. Well, well, um, that's it, to be honest. That What you just said there, that, that's what I was thinking because, I, I mean, I was at work when Bradford was on, but, um, you know, sort of getting the updates and looking at it. And, you know, your, your first one goes in in what, like 20, 30 seconds, isn't it? You know, and, and by 10 minutes, you're 2-0 down. And, and it was all, it was looking on for a cricket score. Obviously, it was, as you mentioned, you know, seemed like we, we got a handle on it, you know, towards first half and second half. And it wasn't. And 2-1 in the end, it, you know, it's not as bad as what you were expecting 10 minutes in but at that point you know two goals down straight away with those young players on the pitch big stadium as well you know you know they're not going to play in front of that many fans to, well certainly not for a, a while now um it, it that could do so much damage to them couldn't it yeah i mean it could and i think um you know it was yes they did stick in there they actually played some decent football at times and i think we've seen that with with some of the young lads you know, the Stevenage game, obviously Bradford, put some nice passages of play together. Um, rarely looked like scoring or troubling the goalkeeper, but actually on the ball, I think they're all quite comfortable on the ball and, and moving around quite well. But yeah, that that is the key point, isn't it? I think it's, if that had been, you know, 4-5-0, which it could easily have been, then, you know, surely, I mean, that that is not great, is it? I mean, you, you don't want to be throwing that many in and um, I can understand why he's doing it. Obviously, there's, there's, he, he's kind of, suggesting that there's players that don't want to play. Um, obviously, results at this stage aren't really relevant. You know, we're down and, and he wants to see some of the players that are going to be here next year. So I can I can understand that. Um, but, you know, when he came in, he was he was very kind of of the of the opinion that, you know, he's not going to throw them in too early. They've got to be ready and he doesn't want he's got to kind of manage them appropriately. But obviously now towards the back end of the season he seems to be just throwing them in and, and hoping for the best um but yeah it will be interesting can how they they get on moving forward i think we've seen enough from um <clears throat> you know a number of them to, to think that they may be okay next season i think gallimore looks okay um crib obviously we've seen little bits of crib it'd be nice if we could see him again before the end of the season whether or not he's he's going to be fit and ready to go um who knows? But you know, it would be nice to see him again. Lewis um, as well. He's been he's been good when he's played. I've, I've liked seeing him. Yeah, I mean, we, we've seen a bit from Lewis. I think he's had he looks more comfortable going forward, doesn't he? Than yeah. defending. Um, so whether he's a left back, whether he's kind of whether we could utilize him a bit further up the field. Um, but I, I, I don't think, know. like from what we've said before, though, I mean, you know, will O'Malley be here next season? Who knows? You know, I think it it, it could very likely that it will be Lewis at left back next season. I mean, yeah, it could be. I think, to be honest, if if we're being sort of realistic, I think O'Malley will probably get a move. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, he, he's probably one of the only ones that might get a move to a league club. Um, he's obviously under contract, so someone's going to have to, um, you know, pay a fee for him. So that'll be interesting to see whether they do or not. Um, but yeah, I mean, we, we've seen enough from the youngsters. As I said, I think, the main issue is if we go into next season and it's just a team of young lads, that's when the real problems start. You know, mm. um, there's got to be a good mix, and and we'll see obviously whether we can do that. You know, there's, there's so much up in the air at the moment. It's just difficult to know what what the hell's going to happen next season. You know, who knows? Um, 
but you know, I think they've they've all shown something. Um, and yeah, I think you know, it's it's good that the club are giving chances to young players. But yeah, we've just got to be mindful of the fact that we don't want to kind of ruin the careers before <laughs> before we start. Um, and you know, it could be another tough season next season. And again, throwing that many in. Um, you know, without any real guidance, without any real experience on the pitch. I know, obviously, at the weekend we've, we've got Feeney, if you like, and, and Delaney. But you know, I don't think that's that's really enough. Um, you know, there's got to be a good mix. But you know, I think they do have some talent as a as a group of youngsters, and I wouldn't be against putting them in next season. You know, I think I think they do deserve a chance. I think some of them are are good enough, and and probably will be okay at that level. But again you can't throw too many in at once. And, and I think that's the key point. Yeah. Um, so let's maybe have a look at next season in a way, because I mean, to be honest, I can't remember who's under contract and, and who isn't. Um, but there's, there's players that have obviously been injured this season, like um, Tom Pugh, for example, you know, we spoke a lot about him certainly last season and started this season. He's there. Um, maybe let's talk about Hallam and, and Bonn as well, because let's tie that back to the Stevenage game. So they obviously both came on Um Bond scored a really nice link-up play between the two of them, Hallam down that far side, nice ball in, and then, you know, really nice finish. And, I mean, we hadn't scored for however many hours of football, had we? So, you know, it's great just to see a goal, but a, a really genuinely nice goal there. Yeah, I mean, with Hallam, um, I thought he came on. I thought, you know, his movement, um, the way he kind of was dragging the defenders around the pitch, you know, he, he was making space for other players. Um I thought he was he was good when he came on and obviously he created the goal, um, nice ball in and, and Bun finished it really well. Um, and, you know, with those two, it's so frustrating because you'd probably say those that they are the, the two most creative players, I would yeah. say. Um, you know, Oh, yeah. I mean, when we signed Bun, I mean, before his injuries and all of that, of that group of players that came in when he did, you know, we were looking at him as being one of the more exciting ones, really. Yeah, and I know obviously his, his career kind of um, since Berry kind of took a bit of a nosedive, sure. and he's, he's had to go into the national uh, national league north, wasn't it, with York? Um, but he has got the ability. I think the the key problem is we've not been able to get them on the pitch enough, mm. um, whether it be injury or you know, I think Hallam had been fit for a certain amount of time, and and Hill kind of suggested he might not have been doing enough in training, things like that, which is disappointing. You know, he's missed a hell of a lot of football over the past couple of seasons. You'd think he would want to kind of get on the pitch and, and show what he can do. Um, so, obviously, that's frustrating from that point of view. But, but yeah, we've just not gotten on the pitch enough. Um, if you look at the games, actually, when we've, we've looked like scoring uh, from open play, Bun's been involved. <clears throat> um, you think back to the Oldham game, uh, when, when we got the win, he was really good that day. Um, away at Hartlepool as well I think he either came on or, or started but you know he, he looked sharp again um, and then obviously Stevenage he's, he's taken his goal really nicely a real moment of quality which you know we, we just haven't seen this season from anyone really um, so you know they, they have got the ability um, but you're looking at it next season I think Hallam is under contract so you know it's likely he's going to be here with Bun Um you know, if if you could guarantee that you'd get thirty games out of him or thirty five games out of him, he might be worth a pump. But on the evidence of this season, you just can't, can you? I think that's that's the key thing. So I'd be surprised mm. if he stayed, um, given we're going to be operating with a, a relatively small squad, small budget. You know, we can't waste the budget on on players that are just not going to play, which is a shame because I, I do like him. I think he's he's 
got real talent, but unfortunately, you, know, you just can't get on the pitch enough. Yeah, well, you mentioned the budget there, and I think let, let's move into some questions that have been sent in because we had a few. Um, as as we say, you know, the games, in a sense, they don't matter now, and I think there's only two left, isn't there? Um, so we're, we're looking more ahead to next season and, you know, how it's going to be. And, and I think you mentioned it earlier on, it's just uncertainty at the minute, isn't it? Obviously, we know that Peter Swan wants to sell the club. We, you know, we think there's been interest at some point, but it, it's gone a little bit quiet. Um, some questions here, uh, one from Will. What I want to know is what's the plan they have for next season? If Swan doesn't sell, we will have a budget of around half a million. That's not going to be enough and we'll end up going down again. These young lads won't take us up end of, which I think that's in itself is a fair point. I mean, yeah, we, you know, as you say, I think a lot of them are probably good enough to be at that level. And I do think we've got some genuine talent there. I, I'm not expecting them to sort of do anything majorly significant in the league, though. No, I mean, it's a good question. Um you know, I'm not sure where where the half a million budget comes from, but I think at the moment, given everything's up in the air, um, season ticket sales are slow. Mm. Swan, you know, he's he's obviously made it clear he wants to leave, he wants to sell the club, um, but as yet, and I, I mean, we've heard sort of rumours here and there. You know, Ian Sharp is it is it going to be Ian Sharp? I don't know. Um, all that seems to have kind of died down a little bit, as you say. Um, and there's just a hell of a lot of uncertainty around the whole situation. Um, I can understand from from kind of both points of view, really. I mean, the fans don't really want to dip into their pockets and buy season tickets when they don't know what's going to happen um, next season. If Swan, for example, if he if he doesn't find a buyer um, and there's no one out there to kind of match his valuation, it is basically down to Swan, isn't it, whether he wants to kind of fund the club for another season or, you know, until a buyer is found. There's no guarantee we'll do that, I don't think, um, given sort of what's happening. Everyone wants him out. You know, the fans want him out. Protests are happening. I think there's another one planned for the weekend. You know, Swan's maybe looking at it and he's probably going to be thinking, well, why should I fund it for another year? Um, the other side of it is, you know, that the club do need the money from the fans Otherwise, you know, there's going to be no budget whatsoever. I think Neil Wright mentioned on Twitter, um, you know, next season's budget will be from season ticket sales and player sales. Well, it's very unlikely we're going to make much selling any of the players. Um, you know, and if if it's low season ticket sales, you know, I heard 100 a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Um, you know, that's, that's nowhere near enough, unfortunately. It doesn't matter what league you're in, whether whether it's League Two, National League. Um, you know, if you've only got a couple of hundred season ticket holders, you know it's it, that that is your kind of main income, isn't it, at the start of the season, and, and it kind of shapes the budget for the rest of the season, and and kind of you've got that money in in advance up front, and um, you know I can completely understand fans kind of holding off. Um, I think they want some clarity. I think they want some clarity from the club, um, and I think. You know, there might be a fans forum in the next couple of weeks, but, um, you know, it would be nice to know, you know, where the club are at in terms of finding a buyer. Uh, and if there is someone out there that's interested, I mean, we've seen it at other clubs where they kind of put the, the head above the parapet, if you like, and say, you know, we're interested in buying the club. It would be nice um, for if there is someone out there that's, you know, looking to buy the club. Well, you know, make yourself known and, and kind of, let the fans know because I think that would give the fans you know a little bit of hope that something is going to happen 
because uh, at the moment, I mean, it's it, it just doesn't look great, does it? I think for next season, I'm, I'm really worried about next season. Um, even if Swan does fund it, you know, it's, it's going to be the bare minimum, I think, and, and I can understand that as well. You know, I, I just can't see him throwing money at it uh, any more than he needs to, to to kind of keep the club ticking over. So, we're, as I said last week, we're in a very kind of difficult situation um, and we'll just have to kind of see where it goes in the next few weeks. But, you know, it, it would be nice if if there is an interested party, then, you know, we, we've seen tweets from Ian Sharp. I think we've, we've seen, I think he tweeted the club's badge, didn't he? And I think... Yeah. Um, you know, there's been kind of cryptic little messages here and there on social media, but um, ultimately, I, I don't know. I mean, you can you can read into those um, whichever way you like, but um, but yeah, there's nothing real, really concrete. And I mean, at the moment, the uncertainty. I've, I've seen it on Twitter. I've spoken to people. Um, you know, I don't think it's a case of for some people if if Swan goes or not. They just want clarity. You know, where we're going to be in terms mm-hmm. of a budget for next season. Um, are we going to have a competitive team? Um, and then, you know, I think you'll see some fans making that decision because, um, you know, to buy season tickets or, or such like, you know, I don't think it's all down to Swan leaving. I think there's just some people that need to know and, and want clarity on kind of where we're heading. And at the moment with that kind of, you know, we're in limbo, you know, I, can, I can completely understand people keeping the money in the pocket at this moment in time. But obviously that's not good for the club, is it? You know, the, the club do need the money and, and unless they get that money in, um, you know, as as the, the poster said there, um, whether that budget's going to be right, I don't know. But it, I can only see it being kind of reduced again from this season. If we if we're under the uh, understanding it's about a million pounds this season, um, you know, you can only see a, a reduction in that. Well, I think I think we've had it summed up. You you said it there, but I think we've had it summed up quite well um, by Danny Burton, who sent in. He sent in quite a, a few things, quite a few points. Um, we've gone through a few of them in in the sort of main book, the episode about the youngsters, things like that. But I will just read out this paragraph that he sent because I think it does sum it up. Uh, he said, "Swan has stopped investing. Fans won't stump up to watch their substandard team get outplayed every week, and subsequently the budget is re- reduced." It's a vicious cycle that shows no sign of ending. And that's it, isn't it? It it sort of all informs each other. And it's it's really difficult to see how you get out of that. Yeah, you know, I, th- I think it's, we're nearly at the stage, unless a buyer comes in, you know, we, we kind of, you just can't see it getting any better. It's, it's a difficult one because, you know, the fans are obviously, they, they want Swan to go. Swan's obviously wants to go himself. I think he's, he's keen to cut ties with the club. You know, I think, from what I understand, it's it's not just a club. He wants the stadium gone, you know, and that that's the package that um, is is up for um, for offer. Um, but unless someone comes in, unless there's someone out there with the money, um, you know, I think I think Danny is completely completely right with that. I think it is just going to be a vicious cycle. Um, you know, fans are not going to turn up if if the club are getting beat. But you know, at the moment, you just no one will commit. I know there's, there's been a few, maybe 100 or so, maybe 200, I don't know. Um, but, you know, nowhere near enough season ticket holders. If you go back to the interview with Peter Swan um, <clears throat> that we did fairly recently, he was talking about, you know, 2,000 um, fans as a kind of a core to be able to break even and, and kind of have a decent budget. Or 3,000, if you like, but 2,000 season ticket holders. Well, you know, that, that's it's just not going to happen, is it? Um if if Swan sells the club, you know, there might be a bit of a bounce and there might be, you know, fans that are more 
you know, tempted to then part company with the cash and buy season tickets. But, you know, until then, obviously with the early bird deadline as well approaching, this is the this is the cheapest that they'll be able to buy the season ticket. And just no one's taken them up on the offer. Um and it's for me it's it's very, very worrying. I, I just don't know kind of how we get out of this this cycle really until the club is sold. And at the moment, um you know, we, we don't really know. We can only speculate, but it it does seem to have gone quiet on all those fronts. And I know there's NDA, NDAs in place, things like that. Um, but I think we do need some clarity from someone. Um, I think, you know, we've not really had anything, have we, at, at the moment? Obviously, Swan has, has kind of stepped away and, and Lee Turnbull has taken up that role. And I think really, as we're heading into the last week or so of the season, you know, last couple of weeks of the season, um, you know, I think everyone is hoping for an update, um, and everyone understands the sale does take a while. You know, we're we're not expecting the sale to um, go through overnight. Um, you know, especially if there's no buyer out there, uh, you know, that has the money. But an update would be nice from the club and from the Turnbull just to kind of reassure fans that you know we we are going to have a side next season in the national league. Because at the moment, you know, I know that sounds dramatic, but it could actually come down to that, really, couldn't mm. it? At, at the end of the day, if the, the funding from Swan is withdrawn, you know, the club went into administration, if the, the club's insolvent, you know, who do we start next season? I mean, it is down. It could could be that bad. Well, the, um, thing, you know, the thing is as well, the thing is as well with that is, yeah, I agree. I think we do need something out of the club. And But really, they've only got, I think they've only got two weeks to do it. I mean, we've got the last home game, you know, on Saturday, haven't we? And then we're away at Bristol Rovers. That's what's that? That's like May 6th or 7th, something like that, isn't it? But then season's finished. And we've seen like during lockdown, closed season all the time. As soon as that last game's done, generally you do fall away from it. You do lose interest when there isn't stuff coming out of the club, when there isn't games to be watching, that sort of stuff. People walk away from it. And this year more than ever, now we're already down. When that season finishes, unless there is something out saying, right, this is what's happening next season. This is where we're at. If if this ticks over sort of end of May, where the, where the early bird deadline is into June, you know, into the sort of pre-season time, I think you 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 lose a lot of fans that you might just be able to cling on to now. Yeah, I mean that's it. I mean generally the club do shut up shop, don't they? As soon as that final game is um, is over, that's it. We don't hear from them for a couple of months, um, and it, you know that that just can't happen this season. But I think you know we're looking at sort of the players. We don't know the playing budget, but you think about it as well. We, we've spoken about in previous episodes. It's not just the kind of on-pitch team, it's the off-pitch yeah. team as well. You know, there's so many people that are leaving the positions or have left um, that need to be replaced. Um, and again, while everything's up in the air, it's very difficult to do that. Um, you know, I, 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 don't, I honestly don't know sort of, sort of what will happen, where we go from here, really. Um, but we did say, you know, we, we need something concluded, if possible, as, as soon as possible. But, you know, if... If that doesn't happen, um, you know, what's the plan then? You know, obviously Swan has stepped back. um, But, you know, is he going to continue to fund it? Um, And that's the key question, I think. If no one comes in, then what happens then? And I don't think anyone's kind of considered that. Well, they maybe have, but, you know, the fans on Twitter who are saying, you know, we need him to go, we need him out as soon as possible. Um, you know, I think he would like to go as soon as possible, but 
you know, there's got to be someone out there to take the club on. Um, and as yet, obviously, no one's met the valuation. Otherwise, you know, the, the club would be would be sold, or it would be, you know, in that process of being sold. Um, and you know, as far as we're aware, that that hasn't happened, and and no one's met the valuation. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see in the next few weeks what what happens. But as we said, you know, there's so much to sort out on the playing side, the non-playing side all sorts of stuff that, you know, it, it just needs to happen sooner rather than later. But if it doesn't, you know, then there's got to be a plan B. And um, I don't know if we have that at the moment. Yeah, let's, let's leave it there, I think. Just a smaller episode. But as I say, we just wanted to come on and have a little look at, you know, some of the younger players and, and just an idea of where we might be going next season. I, I think we might get something out of the club this week or maybe after the Hartlepool game at the weekend. I don't know. So I think we'll come back and do another little episode I think next weekend because there'll be a little bit of news I'm sure that we can we can talk about as we said earlier the, you know the games don't really matter there's only two left anyway but it, I still think it's a very significant time you know for the club right now so it's it'll be interesting to follow thank you for listening to this we'll see you next week Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 